This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is Bonus Benson. This segment is officially completely off the rails. What are you talking about? Stuff we wish never aired. I will eat chalupas all day long. Come on, man. The Guy Benson Show. Happy hour here on The Guy Benson Show. Last week, we had a fair amount of fun talking about Vice President Harris and that little video she made with the kids about NASA and space, where she seemed like she herself was perhaps in orbit, so to speak. And it turned out that the kids were child actors who had to book the gigs. We had Dana Perino here on the show, and Dana said it was like something straight out of Veep, the HBO show with Julie Louis-Dreyfus. And, I mean, yes, it was perfectly cringeworthy to be Veep-worthy. There's no question about that, and Dana was no doubt correct. And it feels like Kamala Harris, in some ways, is a living, breathing embodiment of Selena Meyer, the fictional character. New Selena, now! That was one of my favorite slogans from the show. Man Up was another one. It is a profane show, but so hilarious and really captures the stupidity and incompetence and pettiness and egos in Washington, D.C. Kamala Harris does the things that the writers would write for humor purposes on feet, but she does them naturally and unironically. She is not a good politician. She's a very sort of strange and awkward person in a number of ways. And so there are two new videos having nothing to do with outer space or school children, two new videos that are hilarious. It was the vice president's birthday a few days ago. So there was a surprise party for her. This also had some shades of Lucille Bluth on Arrested Development. There was a surprise gathering for her. She walks through the door and before she fully enters the room, she yells out surprise, which is not how surprise parties go. You walk in, you are surprised as people yell surprise. And even if you know that it's coming, you want to at least pretend that you're surprised. So you wait and you feign surprise. You do not yell yourself surprise. But bless her heart, that's what the vice president did. The first voice, it's very quick, but the first voice you hear is Kamala Harris yelling surprise at her own surprise party. Cut 31. Just so awkward. And of course, she burst into laughter because that's what she does under all circumstances, basically. Surprise for me. (laughs) Happy birthday, Madam Vice President. And just in case that wasn't awkward enough, there was a presentation. What happened here, Wyatt? You sent me this clip. This is the president giving a gift to the vice president, and you feel like this has extremely strong Veep energy. Yes, Guy, I watched this video and I just burst out in laughter because it's it's so cartoonish. Uh, But the president uh, went to the vice president's office and and gave her flowers and a picture of them, both of them, 
together for her birthday. And it's just, it, it screams Veep. Okay. It's amazing. And I guess she was just gushing over this in a way that is perhaps less than fully authentic. Totally. Okay. Totally. Is, is this uh, is this a suggestion that Kamala Harris is a giant, big old phony? I've never heard that before. All right, let's listen. Uh, I think the video is probably a sight to behold. This is what it sounded like in Cut Thirty Seven. <laughs> really? Oh, Joe. Oh, I'm very excited. Thank you. Huh. Thank you. Oh, look at how gorgeous. This is my favorite. Oh. Got it. Thank you. Oh, I'm going to hang this up with great pride. Thank you, Mr. President. This is my favorite. It's like when she was talking to the 13-year-old kids in the space video, but they were actually teenagers instead of five or six-year-olds. She's adopting sort of the same tone there with the president. This is my favorite. And it begins, of course, with that laugh. I was not fully prepared for that. A huge belly laugh from Kamala Harris. And then at the very end, Biden, you're welcome. Can we hear it one more time? I'm sorry. It's so, it's, what's this music? It sounds like it is from. <laughs> really? Aw, <laughs> oh, Joe. Yes. Aw. Aw. Thank you. Huh. Thank you. Oh, look at how gorgeous. This is my favorite. Got it. Thank you. Oh, I'm going to hang this up with great pride. Thank you, Mr. President. <laughs> Do we have the Veep theme song to bump out with, like the like the closing credits, which often featured just extremely cringy moments? Uh, let's bump out with that if we can. She is just a font of entertainment, just not in the way that she thinks. That's the vice president of the United States. It's the happy hour on the Guy Benson Show. Home stretch on this Thursday. It's the Guy Benson Show. I'm back in the big chair behind the big microphone after a few days off. We mentioned this late last week. I was over in Greece with Adam and some friends, and it was absolutely spectacular. It was so fun, and I want to tell you all about it, except producer Christine would be very upset. If we got into the whole vacation recap without her, she was also on vacation this week. She'll be back tomorrow. She was down in Florida. She was supposed to be in Aruba. They booked everything, and then she freaked out and melted down and had a huge panic, and they canceled the entire trip. She went to Florida instead. So we will get her thoughts on her vacation tomorrow. She will be curious, Christine, about Greece and Santorini, and so – That's something perhaps to look forward to. But I do want to just address a few quick things that may not make Curious Christine in the homestretch on a Friday tomorrow. And we'll do that now. Number one, the travel back was a bear. Now, I knew I was getting myself into this. I was not going to take the entire week off. Some of my other friends, I'm actually jealous. There were eight of us total, three couples and two singles, The two ladies are now in Rome. They're going to spend three or four days in Rome. One of the other couples went to Athens and spent a few days eating through Athens and going to the ruins and some of the structures that are so famous there. Another couple went on to Dublin and will spend a few days in Ireland. We came right home because I wanted to get back on the air. Also, I've got a wedding that I need to go to this weekend in California. So we'll mess up some more time zones in my brain. My body is going to be like, 
What the hell are you doing to me? Where am I? What time is it? What is going on? However, I do want to say I think I was able, and I'm going to knock on wood, I hope and I think that I more or less beat jet lag on this trip because we had a red-eye flight over to Europe on Friday night, and I slept for, I would guess, five, five and a half hours of that flight. And then I napped on the connecting flight just a little bit, and then I stayed up until bedtime on Saturday, went to bed probably around 11 p.m. on Saturday, local time, and then just was adjusted. I woke up in the morning and I was fine. On our return yesterday, I made it a point not to sleep. I really wanted to. I'm good at sleeping on planes. But I knew that if I could stay awake all the way through, we would get home in the early evening, ended up being around 9.30 or 10 p.m. that we actually got through the door. I stayed up. I watched the end of the baseball game with the Braves taking a 3-1 lead in the NLCS. Congratulations to our listeners down in Atlanta at Extra 106.7. I know you're yelling at me, no, it's not over yet. They have to win another game, I know, but so far, so good, right? Anyway, so I watched the end of that game. Went to bed, slept nine hours, got up this morning, and I'm feeling normal. So I think I played this relatively well. But yesterday was not a pleasant day of travel. Adam actually set a stopwatch on his phone from door to door, leaving the door of our rental at 6.30 a.m. local time until we walked through the door at our own house last night, 22 hours and seven minutes, something like that, of consecutive travel. Four airports, three flights, three different airlines. And if you actually do the math and the time zones, and I think I did this right. Don't quote me, though. Math is not always my strong suit. I try. I was up at 6 a.m. local time on Wednesday morning. That was 11 p.m. Eastern time here in the U.S. So I woke up at 11 p.m. Eastern time and went to bed just after 11 p.m. Eastern time, 24 hours later. And the entire amount of sleeping that I did in between was about 60 to 90 minutes collectively in those 24 hours. So that was a lot. I would say it was worth it because the trip was spectacular. We did Santorini to Athens first thing in the morning. That was on Ryanair, which is a discount airline over there where they charge you for everything. It's like you're standing in line at check-in. You sneeze. They're like, oh, I'm sorry. That's seven euro. They charge you to print out your boarding pass. That's a real thing. Anyway, we flew there to Athens. Then we had a layover in Athens. We got on Lufthansa to fly to Frankfurt, Germany. We were slightly delayed on that flight, which was giving me heartburn because we had a pretty close connection in Frankfurt to get on United Airlines, which is my airline, and fly home for the long-haul flight nine hours. So we landed. We got off in Frankfurt. We were in the A gates, had to get to a Z gate. I'm not kidding which actually sounds worse than it actually was, but we had to hightail it. We were walking. It was like power walking to the point of running. We had to quickly go through a little bit of passport control to get into the Z terminal for international stuff. Then they had to check our papers again, check our COVID tests, because we had to get COVID tests to get back into the United States. We had done that 
on Wednesday morning. Negative, thank goodness. I mean, I have all the antibodies at this point because I had COVID and I'm vaccinated. We had to show our vaccine cards. We had all this paperwork. They checked all that. We got to the gate as they were calling boarding group one, which was our group. So we spent like maybe 45 seconds standing at the gate before we then walked down the jet bridge and got on the plane. It was that close. And then took that flight. I watched, I did some reading. I watched multiple movies. The goal of which was to just keep me awake. I was talking to one of the flight attendants. She brought me Coke Zeros, of course. She offered me towards the end of the flight some coffee to keep me awake. I said, no, I don't want to have any coffee because I want to be able to fall asleep once I get home. And I think, again, I don't want to take a victory lap because cut to me tonight in bed, unable to fall asleep for hours on end. That could happen. So I don't want to declare victory here, but I think I pulled it off. And then we shoot it all to hell and I fly to California tomorrow. (laughs) It's crazy. Now, we will not get into too many details about the trip, as I mentioned, but there is one question that Quiet Wyatt has. Curious Wyatt, if you will. He saw a tweet that I posted while in Greece and Wyatt, you were perhaps puzzled by one particular part of this trip. Yes, Guy. I saw you tweet about going to McDonald's when you were in Greece. And so I just have to know, why did you decide to go to McDonald's? This is a fair question. Why, in the paradise of Santorini, surrounded by fresh seafood and authentic Greek and Mediterranean cuisine, why would I go to McDonald's? Well, I'll tell you. I ate nothing but fresh, amazing Greek food the whole time. And we can perhaps discuss some of it tomorrow. I'm big into food on vacations, food and drink. They've got some really nice wines in Greece as well. In any case, on Tuesday, Tuesday night, Tuesday was probably my favorite day of the whole trip for reasons that we will discuss for sure tomorrow. But at the end of the day, we were all just flying high. We were feeling great. And we decided, you know what, let's go out. It was sort of our equivalent of a Saturday night because the next day was our last day, at least in my case, on the vacation. Then we're going to come back. And so this was the last real night where I didn't have to be up early the next day. So we got back from our big day out. We quickly showered and changed. And then we went back out into Thera, which is the, the major city, if you can call it that, in Santorini. We went to a bar that had a little bit of a club vibe. There was music, a lot of American music. There was dancing. I may have had enough alcohol to facilitate me dancing a little bit. That may have happened. We met some other Americans there. We just had a great time. We were there later than we expected to be there. And they had, they have weird happy hours. They're like, oh yeah, 9 p.m. to midnight is happy hour. What? So people were ordering cocktails, and they were showing up with two of each cocktail. Like, oh, yeah, it's buy one, get one free, even if you didn't ask for it. Here's two cocktails. So as you imagine, you might envision this, that that leads to people feeling really good. And then the car was picking us up to bring us back to our place, I want to say at like 1 a.m., and the meetup was a McDonald's because that was like the closest place where it's easy for a car to meet you before you get into like the cobblestone side streets. So we were at this McDonald's. We had a few minutes 
And as sometimes is the case when people have been drinking, there was some hunger involved as well. And McDonald's just seemed like a good idea. Who doesn't want some McDonald's fries and some nugs? So we went in there and there were some there was a British couple, probably in their 20s, and it was her birthday and they also had been out drinking or dancing or whatever, and they were getting thrown out of the McDonald's because they didn't have masks. They were showing they were trying to show their vaccination cards, but that wasn't good enough under these rules or whatever. So they were getting thrown out. So I took it upon myself to get their order and treat them to what they wanted because they needed McDonald's. It is a special relationship between the United States of America and the United Kingdom. And damn it, I was going to get them what they needed. And I did. They offered to pay me back. I said, no need. This is on us, the United States. We got chatting. And guess what? They subscribed to the podcast. Now, they might wake up the next morning like, what the hell did we just subscribe to? That's fine, but they will wake up satisfied because of their double cheeseburger and their fries. So we split some fries and some McNuggets, and that is why at 1 a.m. we went to McDonald's. And I apologize for nothing. It was the right call, and then we went back to fresh fruits and fish and all of that the next day. Overall, it was very healthy food-wise. I mean, not like health food necessarily. There's so much walking. For a vacation, it was a pretty healthy trip. Too many drinks and then McDonald's, probably not the high point health-wise, I will admit. But we were on vacation and you treat yourself. Is that a satisfactory answer, Wyatt? Yes, yes, I believe you. I didn't. I, I, at first, I was just very confused and not sure why, but now, now I get it. Okay, permission granted. I'm glad that I have met with your satisfaction. And with that, you know, I will just say this. I think producer Christine would be proud of me. I feel like producer Christine may have had a drunken McDonald's trip or three or 18 in her past. And by past, I mean last few weeks. It's entirely plausible. Maybe we'll ask her about that. When she returns tomorrow for the Friday edition of The Guy Benson Show, back here, same time, same place. Thank you for listening. Have a great night. Happy hour on The Guy Benson Show. On this Friday, we're going to, in the home stretch coming up later this hour, go through and recap the vacations that I had and producer Christine had separately, <laughs> to be clear, to Greece and Florida, respectively. But just a little taste of Christine's time in South Florida. Christine, you said that you were at a liquor store. I'm not surprised. Probably multiple times over the course of this vacation. What was the name of this liquor store? It was called I Love Liquor. Probably should have just stayed there the whole time. <laughs> just like, like I'm going to check out of my hotel early. Do you have a, a storage closet, perhaps? And be like, ma'am, what happened to all of our inventory overnight? Oh, I don't know. So... You frequented I Love Liquor. Are you thinking about maybe investing in that place? I, I, I buying sure, it outright. I sure am. You know what they had that was really cool? They had a freezer with ice pops that had liquor. So you could get like a Cosmo ice pop. Ooh, like an adult popsicle? Yes. Delicious. That actually sounds pretty good. Anyway, the reason we bring this up, and this is not contractually obligated just because the long drink sponsors the happy hour, but you saw long drink for sale at I Love Liquor, yes? I sure did. And I, I, every time when I see it in the liquor stores, I scream. I go, oh my gosh, it's here. It's here. And honestly, it really is. It's 
popping up everywhere. It's unbelievable what they've done. But yes, it is in Miami, in South Beach. And they've been in Florida for quite some time. They've also been in various northeastern states, which is where our new technical producer, Dan, resides. And Dan, you texted the crew over the weekend that you, in fact, enjoyed your first ever long drink. Where did you do that? So there's something people don't really know about me is I love to play pool. So I was at a pool hall with my girlfriend, and I kept seeing these blue posters everywhere all over the place. And I checked it out, and it was finished long drink. Mm -hmm. So I went to the bar. I said, Mr. Bartender. Can I please have a finished long drink? And I tried it, and I absolutely loved it. Did your girlfriend have one? She did. Well, she tried a sip of mine first because you got to test it, you know. And we of both course. loved it. It was better than the other products we've had that are similar, and we loved it a lot and drank. I'm not going to say how many. Uh, several, let's say. Yes. Several adult beverages were had. Yes. So a satisfied new customer or two of the long drink, you're like, hang on, I work on a show. That mentions this from time to time. Here is now an advertisement for it. Let's just uh, take the plunge and you give it one thumb up, two thumbs up. I give it both thumbs up. Okay. It was absolutely okay. fantastic. See, and we did not put you up to this, right? This is your actual opinion. <laughs> no one is requiring you to do this. You, If you didn't like it, we would probably keep that to ourselves. But you volunteered this, that you genuinely liked it. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll definitely have some this weekend, maybe even tonight. Oh, I love that. You know what? Why don't we just clip this entire segment and let's send it over to our dear friends at the Finnish Long Drink because they didn't pay for this. Maybe we should ask them to because <laughs> it feels like an ad. Even though it's not, it's that good. I would like to have one tonight. I wonder if I can smuggle one out of the plane. All right, we got a break. It's the happy hour on the Guy Benson Show sponsored by the Finnish Long Drink. Back after this. Home stretch on a Friday on the Guy Benson Show. Thank you for listening. And we sort of hinted at this pretty explicitly yesterday, I told you a little tiny bit about my trip to Greece, which was awesome, a group of eight of us. And we just focused yesterday on the big 22-hour travel saga getting home. And Quiet Wyatt played the role briefly of Curious Christine, wondering why we went to McDonald's in Santorini. And I gave an explanation that even Wyatt found to be satisfactory. But aside from that, we have not really gotten into any of the details of the trip. It was spectacular. It's a beautiful place. Meanwhile, producer Christine, she is fresh off of her vacation to Florida. She was going to go to Aruba. Then she had a meltdown about leaving the country, canceled all of those plans at the last minute, and went to South Beach in Miami instead, which raised an eyebrow for me. I was like, okay, that's, that's a choice, but I hope she has a nice time with Bobby. And now we are both back. We are both behind the microphone again, back at it here on the radio. And so... Curious Christine, of course, has many questions about Greece. I have one or two questions about Florida. And in fact, I'm going to take my prerogative as host to begin with the questioning. Christine, are you happy that you canceled Aruba and went to South Beach? Absolutely not. What a mistake Cookie made. Um, as you had said, I was very worried about leaving the country and possibly not being able to get back in. What if I tested positive, you know, a breakthrough case, and then Megan stuck in New Jersey with Judgy Joyce more than she had to be. Um, yeah, I should have taken my chances. Uh, well, you should have at least asked me before you canceled everything because I could have given you some insights about Aruba, as a matter of fact, because you actually go through American TSA. There's a whole American security system at their airport. It's almost like you're in America, in Aruba. And I also could have maybe given you some advice about where to go in Florida. Yeah, so um, 
I know you and I have been working together for a long time, and you know, I, I just don't know if I would have taken your advice. We all know this by now. Right, you would have listened, ignored it, then had things not go well, and then come on the air and said how you regretted not listening to me. Because that is the pattern that happens over and over and over again. And it seems like this would have been another replay. At some point, I think there's a lesson there, Cookie, Christine. But the lesson has not yet been learned, obviously. Go on. So, yeah. Um, the, the hotel that we stayed at was absolutely beautiful. The ocean is gorgeous. The pools were nice. But, um, yeah, uh, South Beach, this is a, uh, a direct message to you. You guys, you got to work on some things down there. Because uh, the area was not great. I didn't really feel that safe. And yeah, we will not, we won't be going back there. That is just a hard no. And boy, did Bobby many times during that trip say, wow, we could be in Aruba right now, Christine. Mm-hmm. Sure could. Yeah. Yeah. Just a couple hours more down south. Yeah. And, uh, and you're obviously regretting that choice. Now, yes. look, South Beach is a scene that some people enjoy. But also, I'm not sure that you, Christine, would qualify in the group of some people in this case, because it is very loud. It is pretty wild. It is not super clean down there all the time, just sort of like the streets and that kind of thing. And it's just not necessarily your age group. And I'm not taking a shot at your age, but I feel like... Producer Christine, before she was producer Christine, when she was 23-year-old Christine, may have enjoyed that milieu more than 40-year-old Christine. Does that, does that seem approximately correct? Yes, I, I would definitely have to agree with you. You know, uh, 40-year-old producer Christine and husband Bobby, you know, we were, we were going, we wanted nice dinners. We wanted, you know, we wanted, we wanted a scene with a little bit of pulse, but I think we just picked the wrong scene. And uh, it just, I missed the mark, big time. Um, and also, I just have to say, the crime down there, it didn't, there were some mornings, you know, we were walking early to see the sunrise and stuff like that. It just, it didn't really feel that safe. So, it, I, listen, great time with my husband. Bobby and I do not get uh, days away alone, just him and I. So, that was amazing, and our hotel was amazing, but... Um, I'm hoping with age and my maturity, because I, I feel like I've, I've matured a lot throughout the past few months, Guy. Uh, next time uh, I come to you and say, hey, you know, Bobby and I, or Bobby, Megan and I would like to go on a vacation, Guy, where do you recommend maybe I'll listen to you? I can't guarantee it, but maybe. Yeah, you could have just like maybe run it past me that you were going to pull the plug on Aruba. I would have some thoughts there. And then you were going to plug it back in elsewhere. I would have definitely had some thoughts there. And you might recall... In early 2021, Adam and I went to South Florida on a trip around the inauguration. We had a lovely time and could have pointed you in the right direction, perhaps. But again, I think this was a panicked, frantic, rushed decision. And you got the vacation that you deserve in some ways. Is that fair? Um, I don't like to agree with you, but yes, this was this was rushed. Yeah, I panicked, and uh, yes. Yeah, I'm just going to say it. Guy was right. Oh, okay. I hate myself. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. It's good uh, to hear that again. All right, Christine. It's time to be curious, Christine. We had a trip, uh, Boy, slightly different than South Beach, Santorini, Greece. Gorgeous. What are your top 
curiosities. Well, it seems it seems like you guys spoke about the travel because I had questions. You you weren't there for a very long time, and to Four me, nights. yeah, that seems like a very short amount of time for all the travel that you had to go through just to get there. Uh, looking back, do you wish you stayed longer? Like, do you wish, you, or do, was it the perfect amount of time? I think it was the perfect amount of time for that island, for this group. As I mentioned, there were eight of us, and they all scattered, right? So some people are spending a few days in Athens. Some people are spending a few days in Rome. Some people are spending a few days in Dublin. We came home because, A, I wanted to get back on the air. B, I've got a wedding that I'm heading to after the show. In fact, just in a few minutes, I'm going to be taking off and heading to the airport and going to San Francisco for a friend from college. Uh, He's getting married. And so we just didn't really have the time to do a next stop while over there, although I very much would have enjoyed that, I think. But for that group on that island, it was a perfect amount of time. I left wanting just a little bit more, but I'm not sure I would have had that feeling 24 hours later. So I was fully satisfied with that. Now, set set the scene for us, because it looked like you were not in a hotel. You were in a, a private villa? Correct. With this fantastic pool. Now, did you have yes. people making you, you know, you were taking a lot of pictures of food. Were you having people make, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner for you? Were you guys... No, so we cooked. So we had a little market nearby, this butcher shop with fresh produce. So we would actually get stuff. We cooked for ourselves a few times, lunches in particular and breakfast. The first night when we all got in, we'd all been exhausted from traveling so much. The people who run the villa had arranged for a private chef to come in and cook like five courses of totally authentic Greek food and had a lot of Greek wine. And that was our very first night, which was a beautiful way to start. And the villa was great. It was unbelievably affordable. I know people are probably listening like, ooh, that must be nice. A private villa in Santorini, they must be dropping gazillions of dollars. No, it was extremely affordable for the eight of us. It was $70 per person per night. 70 U.S. dollars. I don't believe you. It's true. So your trip was probably cheaper than my South Beach trip. Um, If you take out airfare, probably. $70 a night. Although we did splurge, our biggest splurge, because we we did dinners out. We had one, our final night, the dinner out was just impeccable. Some of the best food, probably the best food we ate the whole week. It was on this rooftop in a neighborhood called Ia at the very north part of the island, which is when you see Santorini photos, all the white buildings on the cliff with the blue roofs, that's Ia. And it's the most beautiful place to watch a sunset. So we were up on the rooftop as the sun went down, eating this really refined, delicious Greek food with really good Greek cocktails and then Greek wine. That was a great way to conclude the trip. Our biggest splurge on the trip And this was not my idea. In fact, I resisted it a little bit because I get seasick. But thank God for those anti-nausea patches. I wore two of them. But a buddy of ours, when we were planning the trip, he said, let's get a boat. Let's do multiple hours out on the sea, going around the island, swimming, doing all this stuff. And I, again, I get very easily seasick, very easily. And everyone else really wanted to do it. It was expensive. I was like, oh, gosh, are we going to spend hundreds of dollars per couple and then have an experience where everyone else is going to have a great time and I'm going to be like, you know, throwing up over the side of the boat. I put on multiple patches, said a prayer. The boat that he found, it was this catamaran. I was expecting sort of like, you know, a, a nice catamaran. This thing was just a yacht. This thing had four bedrooms, 
two bathrooms. It was 45 feet long. It had this rooftop seating area that was, the whole thing was stunning. And it was a 2020 commissioned catamaran. It was brand new. They said there was going to be dinner on the boat. I was sort of like, yeah, that is likely going to be gross. No, it was not. They cooked it in the kitchen there. There was a little crew. They were fantastic. Jordan, the captain, and then sort of the the woman who was coordinating everything, Vicky. And they cooked an amazing dinner for us. And they had wine, and they had beer, and they had all this stuff. And the patches worked. We went swimming in the sea. We took probably thousands of photos. There was music, we were singing, and we had that boat, just us, just the eight of us, from around 3 p.m. till about 7.30 p.m., and it was absolutely breathtaking. We were so excited when we got off and back on land. I was feeling great. I was like, well, dodge a bullet there. We went back to the house, got changed, showered and everything, and we were so energized, we decided to go back out into the main city of Thera, and we went to basically a club and had more drinks and there was dancing. That was on Tuesday. It was the highlight day of the trip. It was amazing. And like I'm I'm getting almost goosebumps. I'm envious of myself a few days ago. I want to go back. Take me back to that catamaran with those friends, with that dinner, with those drinks and those vistas and the sunset and everything. I did post some photos on Instagram. I have one or two more photos still to post. At Guy P. Benson. It was just awesome. I cannot recommend Santorini highly enough. So I guess the the moral of this story is uh, Bobby and I will be joining you next year on your uh, trip with your friends. Oh. I mean, this I, sounds amazing and all of this sort is of right booked up, up already. We're already booked up and we've got we've got a dentist appointment that day. <laughs> <laughs> is the Greek wine, is is there any difference between, you know, like, I don't know, Napa wine or Italian wine? Yeah, or... it's, it's different. Uh, I thought it was really good. They have some beautiful whites in particular uh, and kind of dry, delicious whites. It was great. You, I think, would have liked it, Christine, and it's something to think about moving forward. I know you did your big 40th in South Beach. <sighs> Maybe you can do your big 50th in Santorini. Okay, we don't need to we don't need to think about my 50th. Let's just think about my vacation next year. But yeah, as you're saying, you're envious of yourself, you know, just a few days ago. I am not envious. Of myself yeah, you got a back to Eyesore Lane, you're like this is paradise. It really it really felt nice to be home and usually I don't get that feeling. So, oh, cookie missed the mark. Although I was definitely ready. The Greek food was amazing. We ate very well, but last night we had Chinese food cuz I was ready for something a little bit different after multiple days of that same kind of cuisine. Christine, quickly, one last question. We're almost out of time. Uh, this is a twofold. How many times did you get to say opa, and how many dishes did you actually get to break? Broke no dishes and said opa one time, and that was just sort of ironically. It was not done authentically. You understand if I was with you, that's all I would have said. Yeah, we probably would have been thrown time. out of the villa. They're like, sir, someone keeps breaking all the dishes in this home. You are going to pay for those, and you're also out. Like, well, we know exactly who did that. She's right over there. She does appear to be passed out. She had a hard night. <laughs> uh, all right, so that is my little recap of the trip. As I mentioned, some photos on Instagram, at Guy P. Benson, if you're curious. It's already the weekend. Have a great weekend. Excited for the wedding. 
and I'll give you a full report from Crazyville, Northern California, when we're back here for the Monday edition of the Guy Benson Show. We'll talk to you then. That was this week's edition of Bonus Benson. For more Guy Benson Show, go to GuyBensonShow.com or wherever you get your podcasts. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Janice Dean, Fox News Senior Meteorologist. Be sure to subscribe to the Janice Dean Podcast at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to spread the sunshine. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.